0: Hey guys, welcome to episode 15 of the Dan Kyo Wellness Project Podcast. This is Dan Kyo here. I am a counsellor and psychotherapist in training in Dublin Business School and I am also a social care worker providing support to families across the Dublin region who are experiencing homelessness with Focus Ireland. The reason I set up this podcast was to explore what it is to be well, to talk to different people every week and explore with them what it is that they do differently to increase their own wellness and happiness. My dream is that anybody who listens will get value added to their lives in terms of listening to things and hearing things that may they may take on into their own lives and hopefully into the future that will make them happier. My guest on today's podcast is the wonderful Niall Munnerly. From the Performance and Fitness Academy in Nice County Kildare. Niall spoke very openly and candidly in this interview and I'm so excited to get your feedback on it. And I know Niall you will be listening and I want to thank you again for being such an amazing guest. And I hope everybody who's listening gets as much value out of it as I did with recording it with you. So guys sit back, relax and really enjoy the conversation I had with Niall Monley from the Performance and Fitness Academy in Nace. Hey guys, welcome to the Dankyo Wellness Project podcast. I am so pleased to have on this week's podcast Mr. Niall Monley from the Performance and Fitness Academy in Nace, County Kildare. And funny that we should be recording in this beautiful building, beautiful gym in North Kildare because Niall gave me my biggest compliment that I've ever received in terms of fitness. And it was that I am built to squash. Used <laughs> remember that. To you. <laughs> <laughs> thanks. I remember saying that to you <laughs> <laughs> as well. That that meant so much to me, and Thanks a million for coming on today. By the way, you're yeah, very welcome to the podcast. No
1: problem at all. Look, appreciate you asking me. It's uh, it's it's an, it's an absolutely uh, great experience uh,
0: to be here. With thanks, buddy. Thanks. Um, one of the first questions I did want to ask you was, as you know, you're. Your big or small brother, Dominic? Which is it? Is he <laughs> older or younger? I can't figure out. You, you both look at 22. Are you taking the piss? No. <laughs> you t- Who's you older? Think, uh, he's older. <laughs> My God. He was like... Uh, do I Can I say his age? He was like 40 there a couple of weeks ago. Oh, wow. Yeah, Happy I'm, birthday, Dominic. Yeah, I'm
1: 35 in a couple of weeks.
0: Yeah, I got a massive feedback to the episode I did with Dominic. I think it was episode 5 or 6 yeah. in the series. And we did it out where he trades the CrossFit Green. And we talked all about wellness. But yeah. what I when I decided... I said I can't have Dominic and not have Niall Ann. Okay. I was trying to figure out how does one family come up with two of the leading fitness trainers in the country like how does that happen how did that all come about did he inspire you was it vice versa no no yeah
1: well it's, it's definitely him it's all him to be honest um, I, I was an electrician for uh, I, I left school so I was an electrician from when I left school from about 17-18 years of age Um. So I, I finished my trade, then I went traveling, lived in Australia for a year and a half, lived in New Zealand for three years, lived in America for about a year. I was doing a lot of traveling around, and in while I was traveling around, I was more into kind of doing disco muscles and all that kind of stuff. So I'd hit Dominic up every once in a while, and he'd give me some programming. So through Dominic's kind of programming, and then through his website, yeah. from reading all his website, when I was traveling, every time I went to gyms, I kind of um, I found myself coaching people in gyms, Ooh. you know, just from reading all Dominic's articles and phone calls and text messages from Dominic fixing my technique and telling me yeah. what to do and all that kind of stuff, I started to kind of fix other people. Okay. So then when I kind of came home from New Zealand, um, you know, the, the recession was on and I couldn't find too much work. So um, I kind of said to Dominic, like, you know, I was going up and training with Dominic yeah. in the meantime. And every time I was training in a local gym here, the Osprey Gym in Ace, mm. people knew Dominic was my brother. So they kept coming up and asking me for advice. And, <laughs> you know, can you ask Dominic this? And can you ask Dominic <laughs> You're like, that? Ask them yourself. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah, like, you know, so I was getting all these questions. And I kind of said to myself, you know what? Like, I could be actually, you know, yeah. here I am uh, struggling to find work as an electrician, mm-hmm. uh, having to take security work and do a few odd jobs here and there, electrical. And I said, I actually could make a career of this. Like, you know, if people are coming up and asking me this and, yeah. You know, if I really put my heart and soul into this, it's something I love doing. I've always been into my fitness, you know what I mean? I've always been into athletics. I've always been into basketball, football, whatever. Myself and Dominic have always, like since since kids, but I've always looked up to them. i always, you know, in a, in a family full of uh, 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 of athletes or whatever like that, I was the last to come out. So it was more for attention. You had to fight for attention in my household, you know. So I've got two older brothers which were... Uh, unbelievable athletes. Yeah. So then I looked up to them, and I seen that they were getting attention through athletics, or whatever. Yeah. So that was kind of like battling or whatever. But I've always looked up to Dominic and Enda, or whatever, when I was growing up. But but it was true, uh, kind of helping people in the gym. Yeah. That I just rang Dominic one day and I said, "Hey, look, like, do you think there's a a career in this for me? Mm. Do you think that I have what it takes, and whatever?" he
0: said yes straight away.
1: Yeah, yeah, he said yeah. he did say yeah. So I went up and I kind of interned him interned with him for um, a few months, signed up for college, went back to college, came, left college, and then went and interned with Dominic again for about another year. Um, and in the meantime, then start training with different coaches around Dublin. and right. um, Other coaches to improve my Olympic lifting, CrossFit oh. gyms, all that kind of stuff to see what was out there yeah. so I could make my own. So take a little bit from all these other people, including Dominic, yeah.
0: and then bundle it into the Performance and Fitness Academy. Brilliant. And we will get on to the unbelievable success of the Performance and Fitness Academy, you guys. I have personal experience. It's one of the first times that I truly squatted properly, deadlifted properly. Because while I had been kind of dipping my toe in here and there, it was the first time and I did the beginners strength yeah, and conditioning yeah, with yeah, you, Niall. Yeah, It was the first time that I had received literally hands-on advice. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and,
1: and um, to be honest, like you, you, um, you, you took it very well, and um, it was a great few weeks that you were here. Or whatever, like your technique, really. Yeah, but you are actually born to squat. Like there is people. Like honest to God, the, the people don't believe me, but I say it to people when they come. People's levers, you know, some people's right. just their legs and their their, sh- their shape and all that yeah. kind of stuff. They're just some people are born to deadlift. Some people are born yeah. to squat. Some people, you know, have no coordination at all or anything or whatever. So you know, they're what not born to squat. but, <laughs> no, not, no. but <laughs> you're you're just um, you're just put together properly for squat. Well, know? that's I know, it. know it, sa- it sounds really weird well, when no, I say so that to people, still but a levers and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. People like you know you'd be measuring. Like you know,
0: yeah. eggs and all that kind of stuff. Whatever you're just—it's a massive compliment sport. still. And you know, even just a couple of weeks ago, I got my first five by five hundred kg, yeah. and it's only going up. Yeah. Then. But a funny story actually. Recently, I, I I put my forum video up on my page, Dankeo Wellness Project. Yeah. And I was really happy with the forum but it wasn't until Dominic actually commented and said, "Nice forum dude." I was like, "Okay, I have, I should be happy with this." I'm yeah. Delighted. Yeah. But the funny part of the story is, I got it. Not joking. You forty-five minute phone call from my mother, telling me because she used to be a nurse. Okay. And she, she was so worried about oh, my god, vertebrae. Yeah. Oh god! And yeah, I spent yeah, yeah. no. I swear to God, I spent those forty-five minutes explaining to her the training that I received here. Yeah. And that the position that I had the bar on my back was the exact position I was supposed to have it and that I was trained in this. So eventually she backed down. But ma'am, you know, (laughs) I I love you for, for, you know, I love that you're buzzing on Facebook, but. You can hear it from the bad here. I bored to squat so you can relax now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: But look, oh, I think all mothers are like that. My mother's the exact same. I tell her I'm like, I signed up for a competition. and She said, Oh, you're going to be lifting heavy at this one. Like, you yeah. know, either a powerlifting one or a CrossFit. She'll always ask me, There's a difference between, course, powerlifting, you yeah. lift heavier weights. A CrossFit's kind of more volume or whatever. But um, she's always just worried then. Yeah. Then afterwards, when I come home, she's like, How did you get on? Are you injured? Like, you know, it's just. Yeah. Get them spuds into you. <laughs> Steak and spuds. Yeah. Pull like a dog. Like, the yeah. Always in the olympics
0: yeah. yeah so it's it's absolutely brilliant to for me to have done that six week course with mm. you when i back when i did live in kildare and unfortunately i moved up to taren so i I've, I've been going to ben dunn and carlisle and doing my own stuff but i am looking to get back into a gym that is that has a more of a community feel and I, yeah. the listeners will know that i interviewed jonathan kearns who ran the Basecamp fitness uh Camp up in it was up just in Dublin city centre, and that was my very first step into lifting. Yeah, but the, the one thing, and me and Jonathan spoke about this on episode uh, 13 oh, sorry, episode 14 last week, and it was what kept me going back mm. at the start of my fitness yeah. endeavours was the people, the community. Mm-hmm. So, I'm wondering what your thoughts are in terms of you know, obviously. You, got, you want to be around people who are supportive. We've established that in terms of yeah. wellness, in terms of feeling happy, in terms of feeling welcome somewhere. Yeah, That's so important. But how have you fostered that with, within the Performance of Fitness Academy and how important do you think it is for the people who come here to feel good, feel happy with the people that are around them yeah, in well, terms of their performance and strength?
1: Oh, a community is everything you know people will see me on Facebook if anyone's on my Facebook page they're going to start like um, I turn around and I always call it like a family and community and people kind of think it's cultish you know what I mean they're kind of like oh it sounds like he's trying to like you know like we're a cult over here or some something like that you do. know what I mean yeah, but some, I'm just saying some people <laughs> slag me about it kind of like oh it, it, it can probably look a little like from the outside kind of going look at this guy he's always talking about community and family whatever like that some people might understand it but all I say is once you're actually in here and you actually do come here you understand a Ooh. bit more. The academy would not be anything what it is like today if it wasn't for the community. Yeah. My Dominic always said to me when I first set up a business said you always get the people you deserve. Ooh. You know what I mean? So if you're an arsehole and all that kind of stuff, and you're this that neither, you're going to you're going to attract the wrong people, whatever okay. like that. So from the from the get go, I I tried to surround myself with positive people yeah. I tried to get a, um, a good team of, of, of guys and girls working for me and all that kind of stuff and s- just years of hard work and kind of uh, building a community and and, and and having the right members come in and stay yeah. with us and have stayed loyal for five odd years or whatever like yeah. that has just has made the academy what it is today, yeah. and as I said, like I owe everything to the members yeah. because the members that are coming in here and feeling happy and healthy and all that kind of stuff, they're going to tell their friends. And yeah. the amount of people in here, we've got like husbands and wives and daughters and brothers and sisters and uncles and, and sons aunties. And daughters, and, yeah. Oh, we've everything.
0: You've, 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 yeah, you've got we've, the kids yeah we've, we've got so grandparents, so. parents, oh, and snap. we've got
1: three generations. You know what I mean? So like that's that's what I'm saying. That's. That's what we've tried to build since day one. I've always had that in my mind. That's what I wanted. I wanted somewhere where people were to come in and feel relaxed, Ooh. feel comfortable. You know, fitness is fitness can be so daunting. The most, the most lonely time I think of your day can be sometimes when you walk into a Benton or any of these gyms. Yeah. You stick your headphones in and no one talks to each other. Okay, yeah. to me, it's already daunting enough that for a lot of people going in there in the first place, being surrounded by. By stronger men or kind yeah. of, you know, being insecure in some way, you know what I mean? And it's even worse than, I think, uh, by, you know, everyone's headphones in and no one's speaking to each yeah. other. It can be very kind of daunting. Even for me, when I was lifting weights, like sometimes I'd go in there and I'd feel very, like, insecure and kind of like, oh God, should I pick up these? Is, yeah. the, is this bigger guy going to want these or whatever like that? So I said I I, I wanted to create something that people just... They walk through the door and just the minute to get in here to feel the ease straight away. Yeah. You got to think about this. This is our 24 hours in their day. This is the one hour they get away from their kids, their life, their families, their jobs, their everything. You know what I mean? So you got to make that one hour pretty yeah. special for these people. And you got to, no matter if you've got four classes on the bounce, that four class have to ha- has to have as much energy yeah. as the first class yeah. because they're paying you money to for them to experience a good hour in here you know that kind of way so i think having that um in your head all the time of just in like just just making people feel comfortable making people enjoy the hour that they are here that's why it's been so successful
0: yeah and i I just love that you i suppose you you did go through your own kind of you know you you went in with dominic you learned your trade but you weren't just bringing your excellent knowledge of you know, physiques and building physiques and bodies, you you had that from the very beginning. Yeah. And that type of value system, I think, for any gym has to come from the top. Yes. It? Yes. Because so, otherwise people won't come back.
1: No, 100%. Well, the thing about it is I was blessed now to have Dominic as, of course, my older brother and had to be interning with him. Because in the year and a half, I was up there with him, um, interning. Like, I learned so much. Yeah. Like, he, he gave me hands-on with his, with his clients and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, I that was vital and I think today's day and age what people are making a mistake with because, you know, Say I've set up the performance and fitness academy, so anyone around or whatever like that just sees a gym. So when they leave their seven-week course, or whatever like that, yeah. they're just like hunting for like yeah. a unit and to throw weights in. And like if you build it, they will come. Yeah, and yeah. a lot of lot of people are failing because of this. Yeah. No one is actually sitting back because now everybody just wants gyms now. They want members now. Mm-hmm. They want to be the best in the industry now. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's a booming industry now. Yeah. You know, it's saturated but booming. Yeah. So what I had the advantage of, there was none of these gyms. Yeah. There's no strength and conditioning facilities in the whole of Ireland. There yeah. was four CrossFit gyms when I set up. Mm-hmm. There was nothing, no strength and conditioning facilities. So I had the advantage of being able to be relaxed with Dominic for a year and a half and yeah. learning as much as I could and from other coaches around. To have heaps of knowledge before I opened up that door. Yeah. Before I turned the key into that door, my mind was... was, was You had a clear vision. A hundred percent. Now what I think is... Why I think we've excelled so quick is we hit the market with 15 years of Dominic's experience behind me mm. and other coaches' experience behind me. Mm. People are hitting the industry and the market now with seven months of... A, yeah. Of a fucking course up in... yeah, a Fit Cert up in Dublin. Okay. I'm not bagging these courses or whatever like yeah. that, you know what I mean? But is seven weeks enough to but kind it, of and like it's more
0: than the course.
1: Yeah, yes. But no no one's taken the time to intern. Yeah. No one's taken the time to contact me, Dominic or other coaches around or whatever like that and say, Hey look, I've got well at one I have an uh, i had an intern there for a while, Louise, but she's an actual coach or now whatever, but It's very unusual. Dominic is even like, like, you know, he's shocked at the amount of people out there that that don't, they don't think they need kind of, you know, to intern with anyone. You know, like interning for six months or a year, sure, I could be earning money in that time or I could be, I could have my gym set up in that time or whatever like that, but that alone... Is, was the key for me. I'm yeah. telling you that right now. Yeah. Was interning with Dominic, learning everything. So the minute I opened up that door of our own place, whatever like that, I was ready to go. I was ready to rock and roll. I was passionate. I was I was, I, I was, was confident. Yeah. That's the word I'm looking for. Yeah. I think a lot of people are opening up gyms now and they're just not confident. Seven weeks of a course or two months or three months or whatever it is, not learning, you're, you're still finding your way within yeah. two, three, four years of business. Mm-hmm. And I still am five years on. But that whole year and a half or two years with Dominic beforehand gave me the confidence yeah. to uh, to know where I was going, to to know I was doing everything right from the very start. Yeah. You know, in five years we've never injured one person, not even a twisted ankle. Wow. You know what I mean? I, we've 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 never had. Yeah. You know, I, like touch wood now. You know what I mean? I, like I don't want to jinx myself tonight. <laughs> now someone's in there and breaks a fucking leg or something. I'd be like, <laughs> God damn it, no. But but I'm not saying that it, it, it's it's. Uh, what I'm putting it down with is since the very start, form, technique, yeah. uh, coaching, and all that kind yeah. of stuff that came from down, it came from the top, mm. has
0: as um, and it's filtered in. It has filtered, filtered down through what's yeah. happening here in the academy. And what I what I particularly loved about what you spoke about there was that I had a really good mental image of the person who was so scared going into the bendon or the yeah. whatever Cuddy, cutie cookie cutter Co- gym. <laughs> 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 Cuddy, I don't Hoodie. know where could but that. I've been there. Yes. More than once. Yes. So what I actually do now, and I don't I don't use headphones ever in mm-hmm. the gym because yeah. I have built relationships myself with the gym members in my own gym which but I did that through my own volition. So that's why I'm saying I'm definitely looking for something Similar to the academy close to where I live, that would yeah. have a similar setup to what you guys have from the top. Good values, community is king. Yeah, I've been preaching that on here for, for so long. Yeah, and all the stuff that you just spoke about there in terms of setting up the academy. Yeah, like we have people listening to this podcast who are you know trainers over in LA, trainers in yeah. New York, trainers across the world, but we also have people who have never done a day's exercise in their life. Yeah, and the whole reason for setting up the podcast, as I say to you guys every week, is that you might decide to find that local gym wherever you are in Vancouver, in yeah. LA, in New York, wherever you guys are, seek out a gym that has a very good community spirit and you won't go wrong.
1: No, and the thing about it is, you know the funny thing about today is um, people, people will put a price on health and fitness, mm. okay, to an extent, so... I'll turn around and someone will contact me and they'll turn around and say okay how much is it for unlimited classes a week or something I'll say like 90 euro yeah. for four weeks and the people are like 90 euro that's so expensive I could join Energy Fitness for 40 or 35 euro yeah. there's deals going on there all the time and I'm like that's fine mm. that's absolutely 100% and people ask me to sell the academy like what do you give me for that extra you know 50 euro a month or whatever like that and what do you say? And I I well like coach number 1. Yeah, you know what I mean? 100% like you will you, not
0: get the coaching you, in energy
1: n- any of the other Not chips. a fucking chance. No. Not a chance. Okay, they're just uh f- for a coach to kind of um, ratio to, to members yeah. or whatever like that you're not going to get the hands on or whatever like that that you will hear or whatever yeah. but the thing is community as well you said it a minute ago community so is important. king yeah. you know what I mean so you're going to go to these kind of bent ons and energy and don't get me wrong if anyone's in them or whatever like that more power to you once mm-hmm. you're off your ass and not sitting on yeah. the couch yeah. or whatever like that and you're just trying in anything in Zumba cycling whatever like this you know what I mean just anything at all dance classes whatever it may be I absolutely 100% Uh, 100% respect you but what we've developed here is the community you're paying to kind of come in here to feel more relaxed than you would at a Ben Dunn's you come here to get a coach and you come here to make friends like 95% of my friends now I've met through the academy 95% 95% so then the friends I've had before whatever like that I've I, in the last you know 10-15 years I've kind of fell out not fell out but kind of just well, I've gone on choice. different yeah. paths yeah, yeah. you know they're, they're not they don't think the same as me now they don't act the same yeah. as me now whatever like that so through the academy and I could lay money I could lay my life on it that yeah. nearly 100% of people that come to the academy now they're close friends to them now they've met through the academy too yeah. You know what I mean? We go to parties together. We go to weddings together. We go bowling, bowling together. Yeah, we go. We organize these things. We go walks yeah. together. We play golf together. We yeah. we do a lot of things together. And people just think this is bullshit. People think this is a marketing thing that I'm trying to like put out there to call us a community it's and tough. a family, or whatever like that. You know, you're not going. Yeah, you're not going to sit here and lie to. It. You know the people listening to your podcast and no. everything like that. You know what I mean. But this, this is this is what it's about. Yeah. You know what I mean. You, you can pe- people can set up gyms all day long, but if they do not respect and have passion for a community built gym, yeah. I can't see it going anywhere. You yeah. know.
0: Well, the members are. That's actually a really nice segue into, as everybody listening here knows, this is the Dankio Wellness Project podcast, and we are on episode 15. I still can't believe that I've got 15 episodes together, which is fantastic. Thank you to Niall Munley for coming on today. Um, What I want to talk to you about now, Niall, is your own philosophy on happiness, wellness. I know that you've got one. I know that it's driven you to... Be as fit as you've been for years. What do you think is the link between wellness, happiness, and physical activity?
1: Okay, Um, for me, it's huge. Uh, You might. you know and a lot of people might know out there whatever like that I did suffer from depression in my mid-twenties um, so about 23 to about 25 or whatever I suffered from depression so from being a very fit guy who played sports played, was playing football at the time lifting weights all that kind of stuff uh, fell into a bit of depression for about a year and about just over a year a year and a half um, I basically sat in my room and couldn't leave my house and uh, couldn't socialise couldn't do anything or whatever like that you know I just kind of hit rock bottom or whatever you know Thankfully, I kind of came out of it after a suicide attempt or whatever that went, uh, thankfully wrong, whatever, and um, it it didn't uh, it didn't kind of uh, um, I didn't follow up well. I Tried to call it whatever, but it, it just it failed. Well, it but was
0: obviously a major turning point in your right? life, yes,
1: a major turning point in my life. But then I found fitness again through my dad's friend called Jerry Loftus in Newbridge. He brought me to the gym again and just started giving me confidence back in myself. The reason I'm telling people this story and the reason I'm bringing it back up again, or whatever, like that, I don't want to sound like a broken record. People who know me probably like ha- heard this story 10, 15 yeah, times Yeah, but a lot of people like, listening to this podcast yeah.
0: won't have been exposed to the performance of fitness, Academy okay, or no, no, Mondley as an amazing guy. So I'm really grateful that you have dug deep and brought this very important subject to the fore we'll discuss it more yeah. later but carry on with your story there because I think it's very important
1: yeah well so so for me and um, the link is massive because it fitness actually saved my life um, to the point where I was, I thought I was down and out, I wanted to kill myself, I failed and all that kind of stuff, you know, um, I was on Prozac and Xanax, I was, mm. you know, tablets up to my eyeballs and yeah. all that kind of stuff, when I tried to commit suicide and I failed or whatever like that, I came home that evening or whatever like that, my dad was there, I got the tablets, I threw them into the bin and I said, I really, I fucking need help now, like, this, this is my last line like you yeah. know what I mean Um. so from there my dad t- got the help of one of his friends Jerry Loftus who was like su- um in the superstars years ago I don't know if you remember the superstars on TV no, know the superstars actually. you know they got the fittest people around the country oh, yes, the, you course. know the superstars <laughs> yeah. but he actually won and he was like the world he got onto the world stage and he came second and third and all that kind of stuff but anyway yeah. he's um he's in his 60s now whatever but still out doing chin ups on bloody trees and all that <laughs> kind of stuff and push ups and you know he's, yeah I still meet up with him every couple of weeks but he brought me to the gym and from there which made this triggered the whole fitness thing in me he built confidence back in me again when you suffer from depression and you suffer from anxiety and panic attacks and all that kind of stuff the one thing you lose is you lose confidence in yourself your body you lose confidence in your body you lose confidence in yourself Mm -hmm. mentally your self esteem is lowered like to an all time low
0: you lose your ability to make decisions everything your ability to make the smallest of decisions becomes the hardest thing
1: unbelievable going to the fucking shops oh yeah you know walking down the street like walking a dog anything everything becomes a, an issue. And because forget about
0: reaching out to someone. Oh yeah. Which is one of the main core values of of wellness for me yeah. is the ability to talk, like yes, we are talking 100%. now, eye to eye, yeah. reaching out to people who inspire you, reaching out to family, yeah. friends. You guys, if you are relating to Nile's story at the moment, please reach out to me. Reach out to Nile at the yeah. Performance and Fitness Academy. We are here for you just reach out talking is so important.
1: Unbelievably important. The thing about it is, people need to realise that they're not alone. When I suffered from depression back in 2005, I didn't have no internet. There was no Facebook. There was no Googling. There was no phones, even with anything, whatever. I couldn't Google like suffering, putting my things and for it to spit back. You've got depression, or you've got this, or you've got that, or whatever, you know, anxiety, whatever like that. I was just going off what doctors were were telling me. They weren't even 100% clear. They were just saying, take these tablets, you know, jog on yeah. you know that kind of way you know and uh, back in the time i don't think anyone knew how to deal with it. no one was talking about it i didn't know anyone who had depression anxiety panic attacks i hadn't got a fucking clue i'm like what's going yeah. on with me i can't walk You're up the stairs up. i didn't had not got a clue you know what i mean i was fighting It's funny i was telling my mother one day i said ma'am you know um if you could put someone in front of me seven foot tall and i said like if you fight this guy and beat them that you know your depression anxiety all these feelings would go away mm. um i'd do it in a heartbeat yeah and i yeah. i, I But fighting with your own brain, something physically you couldn't touch, is the hardest battle anyone's ever going to have in their life. People think battling or fighting or or arguing or business or any of that kind of stuff, that's not the biggest battles. The biggest battles people endure in their whole life is inside their own head. They're the biggest battles. If you win these battles every day and every week yeah. and every month or whatever like that, do you know what? Your world fucking changes. Your world, everything just opens up. Yeah. You know what I mean? The more you think, the more self-esteem you have and the more confidence in yourself and the more you can beat that negative thought mm. in your fucking head, yeah. the more the world looks beautiful. You That's know what be- I mean? That is a beautiful thing. But it is a beautiful thing. I used to watch seasons go by in my house out to my back window. I couldn't tell you between spring, summer, autumn. I yeah. could just see. You know, I I got to the stage where I I, I I used to hate fucking birds because they were singing, they were happy, and I'm like, how fucking dare you? You know what I mean, at my back garden. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I'm I'm looking at birds going like you know because yeah. I'm I'm so pissed off at life and yeah. I'm so pissed off at everything. I'm like I used to look at myself in the mirror and I feel like smashing it because yeah. I felt like I was so ugly and I. Like, like, I'm talking like an all time fucking low you know and I, I, I'm telling you right now you know I actually do charity work now and do 5k runs and all that yeah. kind of stuff for this we raised like 7,500 last year and 7,500 this year for a local charity to help people Fantastic. with depression and anxiety and all that kind of stuff but I can tell you now the amount of people out there that are suffering is fucking crazy yeah is crazy yeah. nobody's fucking talking well we're nobody's, talking we are talking and this will and hopefully Brezi, help
0: yeah. Brezzy is talking and Brezzy yes, is yes, going yes. to be on the podcast over the next couple of months Brilliant. which is amazing because yeah. he's been an unbelievable advocate for mental health yeah. so have you and so have I yes. because we're talking exactly. about it exactly. like, I could have easily not set up this podcast yes. the whole reason wasn't necessarily to target people who are have been through what you and also I have been through a similar situation yeah. although not as stark as yours But wellness to me is about being at a level where you are functioning, you are confident, you are treating each day as a new opportunity to take action in your life that will just put you forward, that will... As you said so beautifully, you make you see the world in the with all the beauty and splendor exactly, that it is.
1: Exactly, you know. And do you know what I think is ruining it in today's day and age—not ruining it completely or whatever like that—but just isn't helping at all is social media. Mm. Okay, so even I got trapped into kind of social media and all that kind of stuff. If you go onto Instagram or you go onto Facebook or whatever like that, I'm not, I'm not on Facebook anymore. I just have my business page, but oh, okay. I got off Facebook because just my homepage every day was cluttered up full of fucking negative bullshit and yeah. people complaining about life and people just being so yeah. out and out just fucking negative or whatever and I was like I don't want to see this shit and yeah. people like just block the people and just this that and the other and I'm just like no I'm just deleting the whole lot <laughs> but even on Instagram it me now because you just see people with clearly the like they're sticking up pictures of themselves you know with their tops off or yeah. their girls will stick up pictures with their asses hanging out and all that kind of yeah. stuff and they might just think that you know to me, a lot the people who do that are are, are insecure, or whatever like that. The 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 likes or likes or whatever like that, or the like are kind of build it up, or whatever you know, with the topless things and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I know Dominic does it the all time, or whatever like that, but like he's whatever. yeah, there's there's <laughs> other people that kind of do it, but like what they don't understand is they're probably. You know, there's a lot of other people out there probably looking at that and feeling shit about themselves because yep. they don't look like that certain yep. person. So if there's anybody out there who 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 kind of gets a little anxious or gets a little uh, upset or when they go through Instagram or they go through Facebook or to see pictures or magazines of other people, like girls especially, whatever like that, yep. you you need to realize you've got one fucking life or whatever. You know, so you can either live your life and be happy with what you're dealt with or your own uh, life and what you're doing in life or whatever like that. But imagine living. 15, 10, 15, 20, 30 years looking at other pe- people yeah. wishing to be someone else or wishing to look like something else or to yeah. to not be happy in yourself. Yeah. Like what a fucking waste. Yeah.
0: You know, I mean, I do, I do kind of share your pessimism with social media to an extent. Yeah. I find it very, as, as you do as well on Facebook in terms of your business page and yeah. certainly with the Danko Wellness Project, I have interacted with so many people who have either been inspired by what I'm trying to do, some movement every day this year, that type of thing. I find it brilliant in that way. Personally, I find, on my personal page, I have been successful in cutting all of the negative stuff out, actually, for me, for what I need. And I use it as a laughing shop. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I've spoken to lots of people about it. (laughs) Actually, me and Dominic spend a lot of time tagging each other and stuff. That is absolutely LMFAO or whatever that acronym is. So. But I did have to work hard at unfollowing, cutting that out. No news feeds or yes. no, no news yeah. uh, stories or anything like that. Literally just laughing, 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 yes. laughing. So I, if, he, like, what, like what I was just saying, if you find yourself going through your Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, whatever feed, all constantly comparing yourself, yeah, f- letting it f- make you feel bad, yeah. pr- maybe it's not for those no. people.
1: People, but other people kind of, the wake up... <laughs> I think it was. Sometimes we're in a society we're kind of like bred into a society that some people kind of wake up and they look for dysfunction and drama, because mm-hmm. because it's so it's around us all the time. You know, all look yeah. at the TV programs we have and all TV, uh, you know, all the ones on MTV and all these other ones, whatever like that, yeah. or these these uh, these uh, reality shows, whatever mm-hmm. like that. You know, it's all fighting and drinking and kind yeah. of. You know, all this kind of... There's a lot of negative Jeremy Kyle, all this kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Like, and I think on, on Facebook, it could be a lot of negativity too, whatever. Yeah. You no, know. like, don't get me wrong. You can have friends or whatever like that, but they could, you know... They could be like bitching and moaning about something or being kind of like or, or, or uh, liking something or tagging yeah. something. And it comes up on your newsfeed, and like you could be just flicking down, shooting it, it. You could just see it for like two seconds, and, and it you can know, you. yeah, I think it can affect yeah. you and all that kind of stuff. And I think some people, you know, some people can look for dysfunction and drama and all that kind of stuff because that's just the way to think, and you can't really, you know, hopefully someday that'll change or whatever. Yeah. But that's not a that's not a nice way to live either, like yeah. you know. And that's why I got off Facebook because I found myself waking up every day and the first thing I'd done. Straight away was I went on to my news feed or whatever like that and started flicking down being nosy. Yeah. And then, do you know what? I'd find myself getting wound up within the first 10 minutes of going down going, <laughs> look at that fucking idiot and look at that. I can't believe it. What the hell? Blah, blah, blah. And do you know what? The whole day then, I found myself from the morning, something would stick in me the whole day. Yeah. So now I tried to get up and the first thing I tried to do is I tried to stick on something motivational. Yeah. So either listen to a podcast, either listen to, to whatever like... Uh, your podcast the or whatever project. yeah the wellness project <laughs> or something something yeah. positive two people talking yeah. something that you can get something out of yeah. you know what I mean straight away in the morning something that kind of sets you up for the rest of the day yeah. I guarantee you 100% 100%, not even 99.9%, 100%. If you wake up with the mindset of listening to something straight away, feeding your brain with something positive straight yeah. away in the morning, it's going to set you up for the day. Yeah. You keep doing that day after day, week yeah. after week, month after month. And yeah. I guarantee you, looking back, your life will go in a different yeah. direction and a more positive one. Yeah. You know looking for negativity or looking for what did he say
0: or she say or looking down to post and all that kind of stuff, like you know what I mean. I think a lot of people do that without realizing that they're actually yeah. seeking it out, yeah. So that brings me on to a theme that came up certainly with Danny from the coronas when he was on episode 13 and with Stephen O'Barr and also with Jonathan Kearns last week. We talked, we've I've started talking to a lot of people in my life about this as well, and it's the impact of awareness, yes. so We could all go through life with zero awareness of anything we're doing, the reasons we're making decisions, the reasons we have the people in our lives that we do, the reasons that we exercise or don't. Mm -hmm. A lot of people, I think, including myself previously before I did my psychotherapy course, I didn't have any level of awareness as to really my reasoning for making decisions in my life. So what I'm seeking and constantly looking to improve is on a daily basis, building my awareness. What are the things that cause me to be stressed out? Yeah. What can I do to cut them out of my life? Exactly. What are the reasons that these this person is in my life? Exactly. What can I do to enhance that or maybe distance myself from it? So it all comes back to having that awareness of what you need mm. in life. And I think the higher that your well your awareness grows, the more you are opening yourself up to opportunities for increasing your wellness, increasing your happiness because You might realize that you're making all these decisions when you become aware. You're realizing, God, what was I making all those decisions for? They're not serving me. Yes, you know. So I'm preaching it at the moment. You guys seek your awareness. And one thing that has really helped me with this is journaling. Yes, I don't know if you're a big fan of journaling yourself, uh, Noel, but I have started. I've I've looked into a lot of the research of the viscerality of the pen on paper, not just writing in your phone. Exactly, the pen to paper. And that actually, they've actually shown that it ha- it changes the brain. Yes. You know, it has a much deeper impact yeah. than, you know, you go into your notes on your iPhone. 100%. I mean, it's still valuable. Yeah, but yeah, 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 What Danny from the Corona said was he does that when he has an idea for a song. Yeah. But he always, every night, goes back, has the notes out, writes it down. Yeah. You know, so. That's
1: why we get people at the Saturday or even Trouty or whatever like that to write down goals. Yeah. You know, is to. to uh, yeah, the, uh, because I, I've read that years ago as well the link between writing something yeah. and then subconscious and all that kind I of stuff. I could believe just, it when I heard it. Yeah, yeah. So we, we'd usually recommend that for people to write down their goals, small ones, big ones. Yeah. You know, not even at the Saturday of the year, the year, just write things down or whatever, you yeah. know. And I do it all the time, you know, even Shroud year, or whatever like that. You know, if mm. I see something coming up, I'll write it down and yeah. I'll write out a reason and why I want it. You know? yeah, 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 um, and and generally it comes it's been effective to, Yeah, for yeah, a yeah. hundred percent, a hundred percent. because I think you're actually telling yourself, "I really want this." I'm taking the time to write this yeah, down yeah, on pen yeah. and paper yeah. and all that kind of stuff. That's what I want. It's kind of like, is it is it the secret? Is it like what yeah. what you think about when it comes to fruition or whatever like that? Is well, it? Is it the secret yeah, the actual or,
0: that the book the, or whatever. Yeah, but, no, it is the secret, yeah. but it's like I suppose the secret. I love the secret. It's but it's a it's a culmination of years and years of other thinkers. And this Rhonda Byrne, I think her name is had this marketing genius ploy of pulling all of these great voices together into one easy three book. But the I think the quote that you're looking for is the mind cannot discern between something vividly imagined and actually experienced. Yeah. So the more vivid that you can imagine something and set your intentions out to achieve it. Yeah. If your body has an experience of Actually, experiencing it, you're more likely to follow through with the steps you need yeah. to reach that goal. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. Which is amazing. Yeah. That is amazing. It's class. So, I do yeah. spend, I, do, I was telling you before we came on air here, I do, I, I do Headspace yeah. meditation every day. Yeah. It's a wonderful app for meditation, but a lot of it is silent meditation. So, I would meditate, I would use visualization yeah. techniques in my meditations. Yeah. And it's me squatting 140 kg. Yeah. (laughs) Yesterday was me squatting 140 kg in my visualization. Wow. Now, I'm not going to go do that after we do this uh, podcast. Yeah, yeah. But I'm definitely going to continue on the path that I'm Going of course. to get stronger and fitter and do something every day because yeah. I'm setting that intention Of course, in my quiet
1: moments. But even look at Conor McGregor or whatever like that and him envisioning, like, you know what I mean, being the world champion and being this and being that, whatever like that, you know, and people thought he was crazy. Yeah. People think, oh, like when he's turned around years ago and said, I'm going to be this and I'm going to be that. It like was in his first, his first ever to... interview. Yes. He said it. Exactly. But he visualized it, you know what I mean? He seen himself there. He's seen himself sitting on the throne. He's seen himself with the belt. He's seen himself everything. And every time he went to train and every time he went to bed and every time he woke up, guess what he was thinking about? That belt and that throne and that all whatever like that. When you're doing your headspace, you're thinking about that 140kg squat. It's no different. It's still a goal. His goal is to be world champion. Yours is to be 140 uh, back squat or whatever it may be, whatever. But I think visualization is huge. If you have to see yourself doing it, you have to want... Yeah, to do you have to think about doing it. You, you know? have to believe that you can. Yeah, of course you can. You need and confidence. And I believe, yes.
0: I believe now through using the visualization technique within my meditations mm-hmm. that I definitely believe more that I can achieve a certain goal after I've done that than before I did it. Of course, you're giving
1: yourself confidence every time you think yeah. about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're you're you're, you're not brainwashing you're yourself. Yeah. Exactly. You're thinking about it and yeah. thinking about it, and so it's like it's not becoming as daunting right. as it would have been because you're. You're processing it yeah. more and, and more. And
0: instead of listening to that wanker of a voice in your <laughs> yeah. head that says, you're too fat. You'll yeah. never do that. Yeah, You have these lofty goals that you'll never achieve. Like that voice for me still to this day, and I've been doing this I've been on my journey for about two or three years now, but not as regular as I have yeah. been for this year. That voice is still quite strong depending on what type of day I'm having. Of course, But I know for those 15 minutes of that meditation, he can't be heard. Yes, He cannot be heard yeah. because I'm choosing i'm dedicating that 15 minutes to uh leaving him outside exactly and the more i do the daily med daily meds daily meditation yeah. um the more i become accustomed to him not being there yeah and outside of the meditation then it kind of lessens the impact of the negative uh yeah. devil on the shoulder i think is, is another visualization. yeah
1: but everyone got, everyone, got, everyone has to realize as well that you know we all have doubt in ourselves we all have insecurities no matter how no matter who you're looking at no matter who you're looking up to everybody has dampened themselves at times. Yes. You know what I mean? The best footballers, Michael Jordan, or mm. basketballers, all these kind yeah. of stuff, everyone, Tiger Woods, you know, you know when he was confident and he was like world number one or whatever like that and then all his confidence went to whatever. Everyone has these doubts mm. in themselves. Everyone has these, that guy, that devil on the shoulder saying you can't do this yeah. whatever like that. But as you said, if you get up every day and you feed mm-hmm. your brain and you feed uh, yeah. your body full of positivity and yeah. surround yourself with positive people, I can guarantee you 100% you're going to reach them goals a lot quicker quicker with the angel on the side if you keep yeah. feeding one and starving the other you know you starve yes. the devil it's a great way to put it you starve the devil the devil's gonna die yeah
0: you that's feed a, the that's angel beautiful. you just gave me the name for this episode
1: <laughs> I love it. but that's the <laughs> that's truth beautiful. you know beware of who
0: you're feeding yeah simple there's a quote that i learned from uh, tony robbins and it's um be careful to whom and what you give your precious energy and attention mm-hmm. because you will either be sustained or you will either be drained very good so you've got to yeah. be careful you yeah. gotta choose to who and to whom and what you give your energy and attention of course energy flows where attention goes that's another one from, from the uh, secret actually yes um, it's all the same thing it's about yeah. realizing that we all have the, the power in us and the capability within us to choose in each passing moment what we give our energy to exactly now i'm not saying this is easy
1: no this,
0: and this probably it's a daily struggle for everybody yes. for the rest of our lives yes but if you do give that daily dedicated time to it exactly. you will get
1: better at it 100 your okay. headspace is doing that for you yes you know your meditation and it's doing that for millions of other people and i can't recommend that enough yeah. that is amazing um but the thing about it is and one thing you don't get back is you don't get time back no people got to realize that too if you're investing your time into negative things and negative people and in a negative way and you're not living a happy life or you're not you know living
0: the life that you want exactly
1: you don't get this time back yeah You know, people are afraid to walk away from negative people or, oh, negative relationship Mm. or, you know, girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever it may be, husband, wife, whatever it is. You know, they're afraid to walk away, thinking, you know, is there anything else out there for me? Or, you know, if I if I get rid of these friends now, like will I ever find friends like this ever again? And all that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? So they're putting up with people's bullshit every single day, whatever like that, and that negativity. They're feeding the devil or whatever like that, and then they're wondering why, like, they're 40 years of age or 50 years of age, and they've kind of like gone, shit, like, yeah, where's Where's my life gone and it didn't go the way I wanted it to go. But people like you, me, and whoever else out there, whatever that are, every day. Now don't get me wrong. I'm not saying we're we're better than anyone or we're doing anything, whatever like that. But what what you what you got across there a minute ago and what I'm trying to live my life like too. And every day is a daily struggle to feed the right person. Okay, feed The, the right. To feed the angels, exactly, the devil. exactly. But it's a daily thing, and yeah. some days the devil does take over. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then it could take over for a week or two, yeah. and then you kind of go, "Hang on here, yeah. shit, I'm yeah. I'm a bit off the the track here, whatever like that." But and you we're know back,
0: what? We're back to awareness. Then. Yes, exactly. <laughs> because I've had, and my a lot of people listening to this will have followed me for three years on, on my kind of process and my journey and losing weight and gaining weight and falling out of love with lifting and that. I got injured playing, swinging a golf club down a nice golf range last August. Right. And the intercostal muscle tore.
1: Wow.
0: It was so painful that I couldn't do any training. But I could have trained, man. Yeah. I mean, Dominic said it to me as well when when I said it to him at the time. Just because your intercostal muscle is torn doesn't mean you can't do anything. Yes. But I did. That two weeks happened to me Mm. where the devil took over. Of course. It lasted for four months.
1: Yeah.
0: You know what I'm saying? So, that's how the whole project three six six came about. Yes. Because I lost my awareness. Yeah. Because I wasn't dedicating daily time to it. And it was when I got engaged to my fiance the day after that I sat down and I wrote out wrote on paper. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Here we are back yeah. to writing on paper again. I wrote out my intentions for the year and today'll be day two hundred and thirty three where wow. I've done something that's every amazing. day. Yeah, that's I have done hundred kg squats every day. Yeah, yeah. I'd say 85, 90% of those days have been lifting, because I adore lifting, and I'm going to do it after this. But the point I'm trying to make is, you said that the devil can take over, and that's okay. Yes. As long as you just catch it before it it beds down and into the concrete.
1: yeah exactly but the yeah. thing about it is as I said these things and I've seen it happen here before and it's happened to friends of mine it can take over and like people can go off the rails like get an injury and they can kind of like sit at home and go oh you know fuck this or whatever yeah, like yeah. that and it can take over for six months it can take over for a year it can take over for a few years mm-hmm. and in them few years people can kind of like start feeling shit about themselves low self esteem the whole yeah. lot put on three four five stone or whatever mm-hmm. like that and then kind of like you know maybe suffer from depression anxiety all these kind of things can yeah. can be linked to, to to feeding the wrong person on your shoulder or yeah. whatever you know but the thing about it is as you said a minute ago it, it's normal this happens to millions and billions of people every single yeah. day but it's not too far down you're not too far down one path yeah. to start feeding it's the never, other side or whatever you're, like never, it's you're never, never
0: too far no, down no and a lot of people reach out to me and say what's the point in me starting today yeah, it, like, and I said how long do you have? Yeah. How long do you have for me to explain what yeah. the, point, the point is of you starting today? Yes. And the whole point of me starting this podcast again is that one person listening to this will kind of think, oh, maybe, that. oh, God, I could do that. A hundred percent. Even if they just write down a couple of goals. Yeah. And write down a couple of points of what they're going to do to achieve one of them. Exactly. I mean, people have come back to me and said that little flicker went off in them. I got a beautiful message the other day from Amanda and uh, thank you so much for that Amanda about the fact that she had let it go for herself, she had let herself go and that through listening to the podcast that she decided like something clicked in her with something me or one of my guests said, it doesn't matter which it was, the fact is that You can start at any time. Exactly.
1: But what you're doing now is so fucking important, man. I hope you realise that. It's so, so, so important. Because if you think about it, if if, if people... If stuff like this isn't being done, it's not getting out there. It's not going to reach hundreds and thousands of people or whatever like that. So they're they might just flick on this one day or flick on this next week or next month or whatever like that and just happen to come across this and it could trigger something in them then or whatever. But if you're not doing this, there's no trigger for them. You know what I mean? (laughs) You kind of have to keep doing this. You kind of have to keep talking about depression. You keep having to talk about anxiety. You keep having to do these podcasts. You keep having to, you know, interview people and to get people's different perspective on things or whatever like that. Because what we're saying today might click with somebody now but yeah. someone could listen to this in six months or a year's time exactly. or whatever like that flick back show and something yeah. might click you know and what that, I mean and, it's and
0: you hit the nail on the head there Niall like it, it really can happen that easily in one second yes and it doesn't have to be somebody who's listening here today it could be somebody in six months a year exactly two years it's never going to be unless the internet dies yeah, yeah which I don't think it will but I'll still have a mobile so you, you you guys can call me and I'll give you some exactly, of what's working yeah, but that's the truth like you gotta
1: realize what's what's being done here is powerful, you know what I mean yeah. like it doesn't have to be on a world stage or whatever like that to be helping people, you know no, I don't no, understand no. like that's what I'm saying like you you try help as many people like we do in the academy or try to do for you know um, people to be contacting me. I was in the newspaper and TV and all that kind yeah. of stuff about my depression and all that kind right. of stuff and through that uh, the Irish Times whatever like the amount of People contacting me via email and phone calls and messages was absolutely ridiculous. People all over the country, whatever you know. What was that um, like
0: for you? Uh, having come through or were you welcoming of the the emails? Like, of you, course, yeah, yeah,
1: but like to a, to a degree. Sometimes I can't. Sometimes I can't. Um, um, like I, I'm not qualified in that field yes. so, so I'll get to a point where I say okay now you need to contact someone locally and they'll, yeah, yeah. they'll take it from here yeah. or whatever like that you know what I mean but I'll tell you one before um, I was at the Conor McGregor fight when it was in Dublin oh, yeah. and uh, I spent most of the night I, I, I brought the guys out for a um, staff night out well, so I paid for uh, the, the UFC up in Dublin pints the whole lot I spent most of that night in the bathroom in the uh, O2 arena Talking to a woman who was suffering from depression and thinking about killing herself, and she got oh, three God. kids. You know what I mean? So I spent most of the night down there, kind of like, you know, yeah. talking to this woman while, you know, there's a fights going on outside yeah, or whatever, yeah. like that. But this yeah. was her last, her last kind of like, you know, stands, like, yeah, to, to kind of say, Help me. Like, and I was just so privileged
0: that you, you know, she f- trusted you enough to call you
1: yeah well first started off with messages or whatever like that and then it's kind of like okay well something needs to be done here but people you know you you need to realise you know it's it's, you know wellness and all that kind of stuff everything's linked mentally physically it's all linked it's not just physical how you look physically or feel physically and all that kind of stuff mental is a huge side of it whatever you know and you need to help people. People need to talk like more, and people need to say, you know, ask their friends, "How are you doing?" Like, you know what I mean? Like, just easy conversations, yeah. like, "How are you feeling today?" Yeah. You know, Dan, like, uh, "Any news from your?" Like, "How are you feeling?" Yeah. Like, "Is everything okay with you?" We don't do it enough, you know. No, we don't we interact don't. enough, man, like that. Man, man, oh, man. Not a chance. Not a chance. Well,
0: not I do, do. Well, I mean, we do. Yeah. Again, we're back to saying that it doesn't happen, but yeah, 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 we're doing it right yeah, now. You, yeah, 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 hundred percent. No, I mean.
1: That's what I'm saying. It's so and it's important. as
0: easy as listening to this here. Listen to us, guys. Like, we're doing it. Yeah. How are you today? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's such yeah. a simple thing. It is. It is interesting because I have, I have a long history of depression myself. and okay. um, I'm fighting it at the moment on all fronts, and it's going extremely well. Thank God. Touch wood. Um, but I still get a little bit uncomfortable when someone asks me, how am I feeling today? Yeah. Like, you saying that to me there yeah. with the eye contact. Yeah. I, I kind of got... I kind of. Yeah, <laughs> shuffle around a bit. Yeah, yeah. And whether that's an Irish thing or just it, but it is a good example of why we don't do it. If, if me at my stage in my own self journey yeah. is a little bit shifting in the seat when someone asks them that, yeah. you can see that it's pretty endemic in Irish society, isn't exactly. it? Exactly,
1: it is. But it is like it just—it's a shame. And yeah. hopefully in a few generations' time it will completely change. Yeah. But for now it's stuff like this and people talking about it more that are helping a change. And people like Brezzy and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. It's slowly, slowly, slowly but surely sinking in, yeah. you know, throughout the country and stuff like that. Is because you know, for for hundreds of years, you know, Irish people have just always been yeah. kind of like you know abused and fucking beaten yeah. up and kind of, you know, whether it was... Uh, Run down, yeah, bullied. Yeah, bullied, the whole lot manipulated, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. You know, so whether it was like the English or whether it was fucking Catholic priests or whatever, what else, whatever, yeah. whoever took over the country then or whatever, but I'm not getting into that kind of argument. No, but, but there, is, I'm there is, is a
0: body of research from a guy in Trinity that says so. there is an endemic shame within us. Yes. Which is so interesting I can't remember the name you guys I'll post it on my page um, if you are interested but it, he did a study on the impact of colonialism and what you've just spoken yeah. about Aaron Ile, on modern Irish society and yeah. he ca- I just remember the words he called it an endemic shame yeah. that has impacted the self esteem and the self confidence yeah. of the Irish nation yeah but like you think about it Dan you think about it only up until a few years
1: ago I remember when I was a kid and I was an altar boy or whatever like that And we had problems and we had issues and we had to like say what we've sinned in we had to sit in a box (laughs) with somebody and say you know what I mean we had to sit there in a box that's the only time you got to tell anybody what you sinned or what you had problems in life with, whatever, and you were given three our fathers and four Hail Marys and told to go on or whatever like that, you know what I mean? That was a scary experience as a kid. Unbelievably scary, but that's what I'm saying. That's why it's like in 20 years, you can't expect... You know, a country that's uh, you know we were born and driven right. Catholics. Yeah. That you know, you to keep your mouth shut. You know, you know, blah blah you're blah. But any, not hurt, Yes, all this kind of stuff. Growing up, I even remember that from my parents and all that kind of stuff. Was you know, yeah. you know, just be quiet and you know, blah blah blah. You know, you're Catholic and no complaining. And if you need to complain, go tell the priest and he'll tell you you know what your penance is and all that kind of stuff. Or whatever you know. And now you're expecting everyone to just be open. You know, it's going yes, to take a few generations, It will take time. Yeah. Yeah. But I, it is slowly but surely changed And it's thanks to uh, celebrities like, you know, Brezzy and all these other people and stuff like that that are He's standing up. And people, for exactly. Yeah. You know, people like turn around and saying like, you know, he look, you know, Brezzy would still be, be making money, you know, through, through whatever TV shows and whatever like yeah. that if he said nothing at all. Yeah. You know what I mean? And all these other celebrities and all that kind of stuff. Um, I remember there's hurler there from Cork. What was his name? Some hurler from Cork as well, or whatever. You know, he was on uh, the Miriam show, or whatever. Yeah. You know, talking about all this kind of stuff. And the more people who yeah. kind of stand up, and the more people who kind of talk about it. Yeah, I, I
0: absolutely, I completely agree with you. We can't expect, and I think it's it is certainly because we're we are Irish well, kind of youngfolks, and we, <laughs> we have been through a similar experience growing up. We can't expect it to turn on its head within exactly uh, twenty years. Definitely no. not. But I think that you know our kids are there. Certainly, our kids. I think are their yeah. kids. Definitely, it will have turned on its head because we're starting a conversation. Presley certainly started the conversation about three years ago now. And gentlemen like that hurler you spoke about, you can't go on social media without somebody getting, well, not just social media, mainstream media as well, but getting kind of airtime about their struggle and how they overcame it. And that is the essence really of wellness for me is having a struggle, overcoming it. And reaching a point in your life where you could stand tall Yes. You can smile, you can look someone else in the eye and say, yeah. I'm not perfect, I'm trying my best, Exactly. but I've come from such a horrible place and look at me now and exactly. I'm going to keep going. That's such a beautiful thing. That's oh, such a fucking inspiration. Oh looking at that kind of
1: stuff you know what I mean seeing Incredible. something like that it's like like I, I look at select, like the thing about it is what we're doing now and what you're doing now and all that kind of stuff is building foundations yes. for your kids and their kids and their kids yes. now you're building foundations in this, from the from the naughties to the you know what we're, the, where we're at now and yeah. then into the future whatever like that it's only the last 10 odd years or whatever like that yeah. even less maybe 5 years last 5 years and now the foundations yeah. are being built by the people like Brezzy by the people like you yeah. people coming out there and talking people about like all that you. kind of stuff Oil, yeah, oil. but like but yeah, but that's but now we're building foundations yeah. for the future to build on that yeah. then again. That's what I'm saying in a few generations' time it will yeah. be a lot more clear people will like i think we've got the second or third highest suicide rate in europe yeah Man, I, think I, think I think even in the, second world, in the
0: world behind, abs- behind finland Behind
1: Finland. yeah with the, it's fucking nuts yeah. you know what i mean we need to be helping these people as much as we can i know we're off topic here and we keep talking about the same subject or whatever like that no, but it, it, it is all a pre- relevant not it, it is a pretty important subject whatever but you know um it, it, we we are and we have the power now to kind of to talk about these things because of our own experiences and yeah. stuff and don't get me wrong people are like oh my god like you know i can't believe you can just talk about depression so easy whatever like that i'm not talking about this easy i'm talking about this right now and there's even parts of me now i'm starting to well up at times or whatever yeah, like that too. because anytime i talk about my own depression or whatever yeah. like that i think back to the time i did go to kill myself and i think about sure. leaving my mother and father and my brothers yeah. and sisters and all that kind of stuff and that upsets me to think that i yeah. was so down and out that I was going to fucking do that, yeah. you know what I mean? And it upsets me to the point sure. there's other people out there We're right now, right now, right now, hundreds of thousands of people yeah. I'm talking about right now yeah, yeah, will yeah. either feel like that now, have felt like that, yeah. or will feel like that in the yeah. future. You know what I mean? That upsets me. Yeah. That gets me very upset. You know what I mean? Because I'm thinking, no one, you've got one crack at this fucking whip. You've yeah. got one life. You know what I mean? You should never, ever, 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 ever. Ever, ever, ever let yourself feel like yeah. that or feel like that for long or whatever like that. You and know I think I mean?
0: most importantly as well, now, if you do, guys, if there is somebody who's in that position, we want you to know it, you're okay. Exactly. You're going to be okay. you got to reach out. It's okay to feel the way you feel. Yeah. But you got to do something about it. Yes, of course. Do you know what I mean?
1: People, like, you know, it's, it's fucked up. you got got, like, what, seven billion people in the world? Yes. Yeah. About seven and a half billion people in the world or something like that. And still people feel alone. Seven fucking billion people and you still feel alone. You should never feel alone yeah. in a world full of people yeah. and a world full of people who are willing to help. People say there's not enough help out there. There is, but you need to search it out. Yeah. Your friends need to search it out for you. Yeah. Something needs to be done or whatever that There is help, but you need to search it out. Help isn't just gonna come. Yeah. knocking on the door yeah. we can't go door to door and ask everybody how are you yeah. doing every single day you're going to have to search it out if you yeah. are struggling in any way or if you know a friend is struggling if not anyone's struggling struggling, you need to go and yeah. search out a little bit of help go go talk to somebody sit down have a cup of tea and a yeah. biscuit and uh, w- yeah. with anybody you know there's just there's millions of people out there
0: willing to help and you know as well as i do that when you are that low the, the thought of reaching out to somebody is so difficult. Of course. But we can't help but hammer the point home that yeah. it can be literally just a short conversation exactly. that will change your life. A
1: hundred percent. you got to realise... Feel the
0: fear and do it anyway. Of
1: course. Yeah, I like that. But the thing about it is when you are feeling like that, the one thing, a few things that you are missing inside um, is self-esteem and confidence. Yeah. So people, when you are feeling like that, I didn't have the self-esteem and confidence enough to go and talk. And people yeah. will think that's crazy because they think I'm oh, I'm this confident guy and I'm this I mean, that you've and the other. You built yourself up, but to this point. yeah, but but the thing about it is, I never had the confidence in myself or self-esteem or whatever like that to ask for help when I was younger and I didn't know what was going on yeah. or whatever. I can understand it's daunting or whatever. Yeah. But do you know what? The time until the time I actually said to my dad, "Now I need help."
0: Yeah. Now I need help. Now is the time I And that was the resilience within you. Yeah. That wasn't gonna give up, wasn't yeah. gonna let you give
1: up. Yeah, but I love that. I tried though, I tried my best to try to fight it on my own and I just realized that I wasn't strong enough. Yeah. And that was that was a big shocker to me. You know, you'd usually I could you know, fight through anything in life and, yeah. you know, do anything I've ever wanted in life and, you know, jumped out of planes, jumped off bridges, you know, done all <laughs> this crazy shit in life, you know, travelled the world and yeah. I couldn't beat myself. You know, yeah. I, You know that's, yeah. I took a lot of uh, confidence yeah. away from me but I asked for help and that helped save my life. You, you know did, what I mean? have been going strong ever
0: since. Just oh, well, 100. up one day at a
1: time. Yeah, yeah. So you got the, the academy and that's why, that's why I think I don't know if you've ever trained in the academy and stuff like that. That's why a lot of people see passion, they'll see pride, they'll see everything like, uh, coming from all the coaches here. It feeds down through everything, you know, yeah. the community, everything or whatever. You know, you can't, you can't have these struggles in life. You can't have what you're going through at the moment, or whatever like that. And for people not to come and kind of feed off that, or for you not to kind of, you know, um. Show some sort of kind of positivity, throughout, like, like you know, going through battles in life and then coming yep. out the other side, or whatever like that. Yep. And you're willing to help people that are maybe going through the battles that you've gone through and all Absolutely. that kind of stuff, whatever. You know, like, we'll like that's go it's infectious.
0: Similar battles yes. in the future. This is the whole the, the point that I'm trying. I'm blue in the face telling people like setting up a wellness project page, like and going on the journey or setting up yeah. a fitness academy and t- you know having a wonderful community does not mean that we have left all of our yeah. struggles behind. Oh, no. we, what I think it does do though is enable us to surround ourselves with beautiful people who we can reach out to. Yes. Beautiful people who will love us no matter what we're going through. Yes. Whether it's a struggle, whether it's a high, whether it's a low, you got to surround yourself with people who are going to build you up and not pull you down. A hundred percent.
1: And I tell people this, and this might sound fucked up to people or whatever like that, but I think I was blessed. They... they Whoever up there, whatever like that, gave me the gift of depression. Now, that sounds bad. That sounds crazy, whatever like that. Mm-hmm. But if, to me, I felt like depression, anxiety, all that kind of stuff was a gift. I look back at that now. and That's mad to say, whatever like that. But to me, it was a gift. That year and a half was the worst year and a half of my life, whatever like that. It's so, so, so low. Like, you know what I mean? Like, just very, very, very low. But now, I think you need to, to hit the lows so to get higher to than you've books. ever
0: been. Okay. Yeah. higher than
1: you were ever being so springboard it springboard me up or whatever like that to have well, I wouldn't have yeah. any of this yeah. I probably would have been dead or locked up or something like yeah. that if, it, if I didn't get that warning if I didn't yeah. end up the way I was or whatever like that I don't know what would have happened or whatever you know yeah. but I was it gave me that and now anytime like I have fight in life or someone says something to me like I have a lot of people who don't like me you know a lot of people check out my Facebook a lot of people spreading trying to slander my name all over this county trying to ruin my business this that and that. there's people out there like that you know this is life you know what I mean and they think they can get to me by calling me names or to make up stories about me on Facebook whatever like that and I'm saying fucking bitch please yeah. I've said enough to myself yeah. back in my fucking dark days. I tried to fucking take my own fucking life because I hate myself so much. Yeah. I don't give a shit what you got to say about me, whatever, you know. Yeah. I'm trying to do my best to help as many people you. as possible. <laughs> exactly. I'm trying to be me, whatever, like that. If yeah. that doesn't suit you, whatever, like that, you know what I mean? Turn off. Go yeah. somewhere else. Don't look. Don't pay attention and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But don't try to ruin, you yeah. know, people or whatever like that for, for, for
0: trying to do. I'm shocked that there's someone that doesn't like it. Oh no, no! Hang on here. Now. Oh, there's there's What's a fucking, there? there's there's a lot of
1: them people out
0: there. I'm not well. Yeah, but let's not give them any more. No, 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 no. I do no. have a couple more questions yeah, yeah. before we finish. And I can can you believe that we've been talking for an hour? No, <laughs> is did a, that how quick This is uh, crazy. That's a, that is unbelievable, right? <laughs> That's crazy. I mean, you guys who are listening to this episode of the Danke Wellness Project podcast, you know how passionate I am. But I am sitting across the room, the desk, from a man who was just as passionate about wellness as i am and we have just spoken for a whole hour here i'm (laughs) not kidding when i say it felt like about 20 minutes yeah that's correct i thought we had about a half an hour left so we are going to wrap things up but i just want to ask you two more very important questions the first one is what the hell are disco muscles
1: disco muscles (laughs) Disco muscles are um, what we call, we call them disco muscles, like, you know, your biceps and all, stuff that, like, guys will, like, you know, biceps and chest, so when they get into the tight t-shirt at the weekend, oh, okay. and they go to a disco, to show off the disco muscles, you know? So that's why you buy, like, Smedium t-shirts, you know, small, smedium. medium, medium little t-shirts. And Listen I, up, guys, we're getting, I'm, I'm learning so much here. Disco so,
0: muscles, Smedium t shirt
1: Yeah, t-shirts. so for a few hours before you go out, you put your t-shirt into the dryer so it shrinks as as, uh, as okay. tight as you can get it. Uh, this is a joke, but I don't know if people actually start doing this, I'll freak out. But you no, know, it's a, we call it disco muscles, it's just you know, biceps, and all that kind and of stuff, chest. You know, when people get dressed up at the weekend, and tight t-shirts and all that kind of stuff, it's kind of like well, we just take the turn kiss, disco like, muscles. And disco it, muscle it struck
0: with me when you spoke about asking Dominic for advice on your disco muscles. <laughs> you were in such a flow at the start of the podcast that I didn't want it to interrupt but it went back, and I was like, I'm definitely asking about that before we finish. <laughs> the muscles. second one is the most important question that I normally ask people at the start, but I think the listeners will definitely have a very good idea of what the answer to this is from you but Niall Munley what does wellness mean to you? Well I think the last hour I think um,
1: is, is after explaining what wellness means to me. Wellness to me is um, is an accumulation of, of, of uh, mental and physical health to me. it's um, There's no point coming in here or doing any sort of kind of training at all and um, in Ben and anywhere, doing anything at all in life, training, exercise, all that kind of stuff, if, number one, it doesn't make you feel better, number two, it doesn't give you confidence in yourself, whatever, but number three, mentally, if you aren't in tune, body and, you know, physically and mentally and all that kind of stuff, I think one can suffer from the other, one can take away from the other, you know? I've had a lot of people in here, whatever, like that, that physically, they were trying to lose weight, but mentally, they weren't ready for it, or mentally, they weren't prepared for it, you know? And they've lost three or four stone in such a short space of time, and then still didn't, they still seen the old person, right? You know, people are telling right. them you look great and all that kind of stuff. And they can't but even the the take no, the, no, their the mental didn't catch up with the physical or whatever. So we always tell people like you know to read and all that kind of stuff and to yeah. to um to, to be prepared and all that kind of stuff. Uh, mentally, it's 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 a mental journey as well as it is a physical one or whatever. When it, when. But wellness to me, it's 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 a combination of both. It can't be one without the other. Yeah. Like for me, it can't be. It can't yeah. just this can't be just physical for me. You know, this is the only thing that's keeping me sane. Okay. You know what I mean? Fitness tr- coaching people is my love and my passion. My sister always said to me one time, you know, I, I felt a bit um when I was growing up in a family full of like uh, successful people and all that kind of stuff. My sister's very smart. My two brothers were very successful and you know often doing a thing whatever that. And I was an electrician you know what i mean and to, do you know what like being an electrician isn't bad but at the time like christmas dinners and stuff like that and they're all driving in and porsches and all that kind of stuff and i'm sitting there and i'm kind of going you know my sister's living beside like you know robbie Keane and this that neither has houses up in dublin and i'm like electrician i'm living home with my dad i kind of felt a little you know um inferior is that is that yeah, the, yeah, word, yeah, the word inferior so um my sister always said to me i'll never forget even growing up she said to me when you find something that you love you're, I can see it in you. You're going to be the best at it, or whatever. Or you're going to give it your best, or yeah. whatever. And I've so you'll be your happiest, exactly. And I found something I love doing coaching is my love. I yeah. love doing it, I love helping people. I know what it means to them mentally yeah. you know, the wellness, whatever, like that mental and physical, or whatever. I don't just train people in here just to dog them out of it and kind of just get them to sweat and get them to go home, or whatever, like that. You know what I mean? Because I can well, see they won't come back. <laughs> no, exactly. But it's it's such a mental thing, too. You know, you feel good. When have you ever get to work, you're dry even home you're kind of like oh that was such a good workout I feel really good about myself and all that kind of stuff you know no one ever regrets working out whatever you know And that's the endorphins that are being released true fitness that can come from running, jogging Zumba all this kind of walking. stuff you know walking anything it can just be done by just getting out there just getting out going for a walk bring the dog for a walk play with the kids yeah. just to want and release them endorphins and the more you release them endorphins the more wellness I think you're going to have in life because mentally will match your physical and then I think that is the magic. That's beautiful. I think, uh, for me anyway, but they, they have to match. You can't come in here and just dog things out and all yeah. that kind of stuff, but then go home and feel shit about
0: yourself. Yeah. They need to match. There has to be a balance there. 100%. And yeah. the where I, I'll keep banging on about it, but it's, you gotta try and develop your awareness, exactly. whether it's through meditation and visualization, yeah. whether it's writing things down. Yeah. You know, this kind. Of, there is no correct answer to that question about exactly. as wellness because, yeah. firstly, it's subjective, and secondly, there are so many ways. Yes, that you can achieve a good balance yeah. of the mental and physical, and it's up to you guys who are listening here. Um, thank you so much for tuning in. Um, I'm delighted to announce that Mr. David Brophy. From the High Hopes Choir is coming on, amazing conductor, an amazing guy. Um, We did a documentary back in 2014 where he conducted us. We we recorded a number one single, High Hopes by Codeline. And That went to number one Christmas 2014 so I reached out to David and um, he's very inspiring to me And I can't wait to have to have him on also coming up is Charlie Wynn from the I'm a friend initiative in Ireland at the moment um, Can't wait to have him on. He's a wonderful guy He has a similar background actually to what Niall went through and is trying to Basically make it okay for people who have been bullied in Ireland and for the people who know that they've been bullies in Ireland and across the world to open up and tell each other, look, I'm a friend. It's a wonderful initiative and I can't wait for people to hear that. And also Steve from Coldline is going to come on so I'm going to apologise for uh, stealing his uh, song and making it number one for Focus Ireland. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> so now only it's been amazing. It's Thank been you very much. It's been the of my life. <laughs> Thank you. I'd just like to say before we leave though,
1: I really, really, really think that you're such an inspiration. What you're doing and what you're trying to do and all that kind of stuff, you're a massive inspiration. I hope, I hope, I hope you, by you doing all these things and the feedback you get you actually do feel you are making a huge difference thanks, buddy. you know what I mean so you it's, do, one, and
0: it's like if we said one day at a time one exactly. podcast at a time if it, if each podcast impacts one person then I'm absolutely blown away I'm exactly. so happy but I thank you thank for giving you. me this opportunity well, thank you to, so to much. talk to you for, for the last hour and ten minutes you're an amazing guy. thanks so <laughs> much <laughs> so we'll see you next time no bye. problem thank you thanks, very buddy. much buddy bye bye <laughs>